Rebound. 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 Actually, we're recording live, but um, this is Welcome to Brooklyn Rebound, episode still 30-something, because uh, someone decided not to upload episodes before. I know who that is, Drew. Who could that have been? I don't. Some mystery man. Yeah, probably uh, Mr. Irrelevant, you know. Um, oh, shout out. Shout out to our there, show. No. No. But yeah, uh, we are back here on the podcast, actually, uh, in Manhattan. This is, uh, this is Brooklyn Rebound, After Dark. After Dark. <laughs> this is going to get serious here. Um, kind of like Night Court. It's beyond your time, but... It's I'm a little too young for that reference. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. So my age, age. It's fine. But uh, we wanted to do this pod just because there's a lot of NBA stuff going on right now. We're going to get into... Actually, a lot of Team USA. There's a lot of hot topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team USA. I'm sure a lot of people have... NBA uh, lack of fever. I guess they need to see some basketball. The Team USA is going to supply that for the next going month. We also have some transactions and some injuries and some updates on robberies, which is important. Yeah. Um, so, but we also have a guest, a distinguished guest. Very, very distinguished. Thank you. Yes. You can tell by his vocal intonation. I mean, those vocals <laughs> are, are competing with my vocals, and I don't know how I feel about this. I'll try not to be silly with that. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, you're reclining pretty back in that chair, and I'm also on a lazy boy myself, so we'll see who's the most laid back. And then Look, that's the kind of thing that happens on After Dark, you know. <laughs> yeah, you lay back and relax. But, Joe, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, me and Drew here. By the way, guys, I forgot to introduce myself again, which I told you was the issue. Yes, you have problems with that. Yeah, I'll introduce you. How about that? To my right, this is Inam Kazi, yep. the Brooklyn's finest. Brooklyn. And uh, this, is, uh, this is also uh, Andrew, or Drew, as he goes by. I'm Wilson. trying to make my perso- my podcast persona Drew. Yeah. Uh, Keep messing it up. Biggest LeBron fan since the last time we... Whoa. Heard. Pod. Let's back it up a step. Since his mother. Let's back it up a step. I, still don't, I don't want to be Kevin Durant's mother or his mother. I guess both. Yeah. Uh, Delonte Westman, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave the mothers out of it. All across the board, mine. LeBron's still on the board. To be fair. Come on. We're fine, but I just want to make this point clear. I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Okay. First and foremost. Right. Now I'm a LeBron fan again since he's on the Cavs. Were he not on the cab, or were he still on the heat, I would not be a fan. Legit, like to make that legit question. question. Are you yeah. a Drew Carey fan? Price is right, man. No, not really. What? I don't How do you not like Drew Carey? I just don't think he's that fine. Joe, help me out on this. Come on. After all he's overcome with that surgery, the triple bypass or something? He's looking pretty spelled nowadays. I, I know. That's fine with me. He also dealt with a, a contestant that was on Molly on his show. Come on. Following in the footsteps of Bob Barker. You know what? Game show icon. And you're really just throwing Drew Carey, who Rossley went under the bus. You're right. You're right. That's that's wrong with me. Cleveland people usually support everyone from Cleveland, so I'll support Drew Carey. Right. Exactly. Let's get to the hot topic. All right, let's get to the hot topic. Moving on. Um, first and foremost, the hottest topic is Joe joining our podcast. 
uh, here. And uh, Joe, uh, avid, avid uh, sports fan, I would say. And also from where exactly? Where are you from? Philadelphia. Philadelphia, nation's first capital. Philadelphia. Actually, that's somewhere. Did you get that? Please tell me you got that right. Oh, we definitely got that right. Okay, good. good. We had trivia last night. Uh, and so we can't stop talking about it on all across our we love, we love our trivia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one listening possibly knows what yeah. we're referring to. Right right now. The only time I knew that, though, honestly, is Sixth Sense. If you remember that movie, in the beginning, they're talking to Haley Joe Offen in school in Philadelphia with the first capital. And I knew that. That's how you knew that? And I also knew he was dead. Yeah. You didn't know yeah. the first time you saw it, though. Who don't, says that don't I saw the movie? Who says that I saw the movie? I didn't say who it was he, though. Well, we're not here to talk about Shamomam films or Haley Joel Osment or whatever. We're talking about NBA. So what's your team? Is your team the Sixers? Philadelphia 76ers. You know I live in North Jersey now. It is definitely the Sixers. But South Jersey is Philadelphia country too, right? Yes. That's what he's saying. He lives in North now. Are you from the South Jersey? Central, I would say. So you're a Jersey guy through and through. But you love all Philadelphia. Right. So I lived in the Philly suburbs, and now I live in Jersey. So I've experienced both the west and east sides of Philly, but never actually lived in Philly. So you are conflicted on many levels based on this. One thing I would say is the closest thing to you right now are two professional football teams, which you probably don't like, right? Giants and the Jets, I believe it is. Yeah. That's the actual team, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's the okay. yeah. 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 They rhyme with the Nets, yeah. Okay, and, and the Mets, too, I think. Yep, the cool Mets. Also not a fan of them, either. Um, yeah. Not so what is your reasoning behind, other than the geographical location, like, what players, what moments made you a Sixers fan? Sixers? Oh, it's got the Odyssey. Of course. Uh, was he... The what, answer... Was it when he was practicing or when was he playing? Um, we're not about to practice. Uh, that. Yeah. All about the game. Okay. Practice. Okay. Practice. We're talking about practice. We're not talking about practice here. We're talking about... But what Iverson did... Obviously, Iverson did a lot. Was it when he brought a gun and threatened his, his woman? Uh, or was it when he got suspended for that? Or, you know, what... I like the fact that he's able to rebound after all those offenses. Like, and still came out as someone you want to root for, mm-hmm. given where that he ended his NBA career. Okay. And okay. basically tried to prize with that into it. Right. Right. But he's just an exciting player, right? All jokes aside, he's one. He's the most exciting player the Sixers have ever had on the roster, right? You could argue Dr. J. That's but true. I would, I would say that. Dr. J was there for a short they, period. Originally, Iverson. Dr. J is a great player, but Iverson just didn't. Setting guy to watch on the floor, like he would just carry teams, basically. Right, but I mean that team, that team was not built. The team that needed to the finals was not built for. You mean top of call? Well, like they were lucky to get to the finals. The he would be carrying was on that team. I'm thinking George oh, Lynch, Theo Rattler, Eric Snow, Aaron McKee. Matumbo was traded to the team, but he wasn't on. The team. This is like 2002, uh, 2001, 2001. Yeah. George Lynch. George Lynch. He's probably my favorite player. I like every team. Though. By the way, just a quick aside, Eric Snow, the aforementioned Eric Snow, is, is the best point guard LeBron ever had on the Cavs in his whole previous oh, Cavs tenure. 
thing or whatever. So, that, so, so now you know. Wait, well, you just really threw Will Williams under the yeah. bus, too. Well, he wasn't really a point guard. Yeah, he he played point. I guess, but he wasn't like a natural point guard. Booby Gibson, too? Yeah, same thing. They're both two guard anyway. shooters first. So, so what, what do you think of your Sixers as a status quo right now? You have a lot of things happening with the scene. Recently, uh, the trade that's going to have affect uh, Jew here is going to affect you as well, where potentially you're going to get Anthony Bennett and give up Thaddeus Young in the three-way deal. Yeah, so the Cavs are, obviously everyone should know by now, the Cavs are... I mean, if you don't know... ...are giving Bennett and Wiggins on a pick to the Wolves for Kevin Love, and in turn it seems like the Sixers are getting Bennett from the Wolves. And if you look at Tyler's animation films, it looks like Ben is <laughs> two players in one, so I think that uh, that might be a good pull for the Sixers if we can uh, take out one roster spot of two people. Right, right. I mean, you haven't done that since you had Kwame Brown, right? <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, technically, I don't want to rain on your parade here. Technically, I don't think Bennett's going to be able to, to literally fill two spots. Uh, you know, he's not going to be... This is the expert of Anthony Bennett. Yeah, as a Cavs fan, I've seen Bennett for one year. Bernie Sixers fans, don't, you know, just to let you know, I don't think Bennett is as bad as everyone thinks. He hasn't got a lot of time. He didn't get a lot of time last year at the Cavs. He didn't get a, you know, he didn't but why look does Minnesota, had, but Let me ask you this. Why does it's Minnesota, not like people think he's the biggest bust of all time or something. But why would Minnesota flip him? Yeah, why would they flip him? Why do you think they would flip him? They really like, what's his name? Dad Young? That is. That is young, yeah. They seem to really I mean, which is probably one of I've the best read some NBA uh, in general. He has been the most consistent sixer for like the last three or four years. Then again, he's been like the only sixer on the team for the last three or four years. A good years. defensive player and everything like that. But uh, so yeah, let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. So obviously, you declared, I, you declared, you declared your your Iverson fanhood, and with your team being what it is, Anthony Bennett. Mark, Mark Michael Carter Williams. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually give him that much credit really. because he's former. Michael Carter, what? Michael Carter, the Carter. Mirrors Noel, and um, well, they got Joel Embiid probably going to be missing most, if not all, yeah, of the year. But he's on the roster. So, so what's the direction going? I don't know. Which is Atlantic Division foe of the Brooklyn Nets. If you're going to tank, you got to tank hard, and that's our plan for this year. Tank hard. Open prong balls bounce your way and get that number one pick. Okay. As we mentioned, I think on our last podcast, though, they might be changing that whole ladder thing. Not before the. You think it'll happen? To the chagrin of the Sixers are not happy with that. Yeah, I think they will do it. If they're going to do it, they'll do it before the next ladder. Yeah, I think so. That could screw them over. Speaking of tanking, let's talk about. Let's move on to Team USA. Why is that (laughs) (laughs) Because because there's been a lot. Speaking of everyone leaving, maybe. There's been a lot of controversy, one, due to injuries and departures. Um, as you guys know, Paul George, unfortunately, had a very gruesome injury. Literally yes. broke injuries. During a scrimmage, not even practice, a scrimmage uh, between red and, was it blue and white? Whatever it was. So, yeah, I think it, it, injured, blue, it was a, It was a scrimmage. It was not a good time to get an injury, right. period, let alone right. a, a seemingly devastating injury. I watched it. I saw it live. It was gross to look at. I thought uh, we're going to talk about Durant in a second, but Durant literally looked like he was going to vomit on the court. That's how bad the injury was. That's that was the look on his face. Uh, it was his leg was literally at a ninety. Degree. I'm sure most people have seen it by now, but his leg went. It was at a ninety degree angle. The 
break is, is terrible. His foot got caught under the uh, thing at the bottom of the Uban. It's escaping me what that thing's called. Uh, uh, the base? The stanchion, I think it's called. Which, so there was some criticism to that arena having a hoop like that right. where they can get trapped. But that's where the UNLV uh, men's basketball team plays. And that's injury has never happened before, so it's kind of a fluke still. But oh, yeah. either way, I mean, they're, not, they're not used to having that gym playing with, uh, I think, athletes of that caliber that can get that high up. You know, he jumped really high to block that One that definitely sucks shot. for the NBA as a whole. Yeah, uh, I mean, because Paul George was going to, I think, really step it up even another level. Yeah. Uh, and the Pacers are really screwed now. I don't see how they're going to be even. With that hand missing the year, probably. They lost Lance Stevenson to you know, yeah, three injury. Yeah, yeah, yep. They had Paul to the injury and traded Danny Green for last year, too. Uh, so, a lot of things changed for the Pacers, but maybe Larry Bird will screw them up. I mean, uh, Roy Hubbard's really going really gonna to have to step his game up now. And parts of recreation for last season? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. He's going to have to... He's going to have to quit the, the side acting job. He's going to have to hang out with Aziz and sorry a lot more. He's right. got to bring Andy Poehler in to uh, be the point guard. <laughs> there you go, uh, there you go. But, yeah, I mean, what, what do you guys think here? I mean, this is something that uh, has been talked about that because of this, I think, this is me insinuating. I don't have any direct sources. I know, I know this is a shocker to you guys, but I don't have any direct sources. Where were your sources at on this one? I know. They were not in Vegas. <laughs> not sourcing. <laughs> they were not sourcing. Uh, Kevin Durant decided to leave the team, literally. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Abruptly. Uh, and said that he was just drained and tired. And I've read the reports from uh, Brian Whitehurst and uh, Mark Stein saying Kevin Durant was the first one in, last one to leave. Always. Just shooting up the shot. So, fatigue. Was he tired? Yeah, I, I think he was tired. But the commitment to what just happened with Paul George and how effective he was, maybe he thought that could have been me. I, that's what my, my I, opinion is. I have a couple of things to say on this. First of all, about uh, just KD being on the U.S. men's team, uh, he, in the last year, the last, uh, in 2012, when they had that national team, I think Duran really stepped up there. He was the star of the team, essentially, and then he had a really good season on right. the Thunder after that. Like right. I think it really helped him a lot and it helped the country's team. Right. So I think him being off is, apart from now they don't have Paul George and they don't have Duran, it's a huge loss. Mm-hmm. I would be concerned. Personally, myself, I don't care that much about the, uh, the team. Uh, I care about my NBA, the Cavs and the NBA. That's very more than American of you. I know, I'm not a Patriot, but... Fair but, but uh, <laughs> so, apart from that, though, I really would be concerned that they're not... You know, they're going to have problems right. spanning So, now. let's get to the... Let's get but, to but let me make my other point real quick. Fine. Uh, right, about, about what... It's basically going along with what you were just saying with the Paul George injury. Right. Despite what Duran is saying, like, fatigue, whatever, it has nothing to do with that injury. Is it worth it? Bullshit. I don't buy it at all. It definitely has to do with that Paul George injury and why he's not playing anymore. I don't believe that. Okay. So, it's so the front office right there. You know, it's the yeah, no, office. yeah, let's break, yeah, break it to you, Joe. I, I, I thought about that, too, but what do you think? Like, is this something... That Kevin, not about Kevin Durant in general, like, yeah, it's the front office, but going forward, with the Olympics being what it is, this is only the FIBA World Cup, and the first time this is called the FIBA World Cup. Do um, you think it's because of this tournament that players are opting out, or you think going forward, other than Olympics, that they're going to just be the same way, it's going to be 25 and under? I think so. That it's, from the player's perspective, I think it's not worth it to them. 
uh, it's not worth the injury risk, the possible money they're going to miss uh, down the line if something happens from future contracts. You're talking about like playing that. for your nation, though. So, I mean, well, yeah, let's get your. You're from you're from the closest thing to the capital. Yeah, that's right. You're the most patriotic because of where you're from. Right? Yeah, Philly, first capital. Well, I think there's anything outside the NBA that's going to pull the NBA players away. Right. It would be the Olympics. We've seen what's happened in the past. Not winning a gold. So something like FIBA, they're lucky who they have right now at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And remember, I mean, we, this is before our time actually, but when I watched it on NBA TV. When they decided to get the pros going and drinking, obviously everyone knows the story. Um, it was monumental, and because of that one moment, that one time in Barcelona in 1992, I do think no matter the course of time, we will still supply our stars. It may not be uh, LeBron James every time. It may not be Melo every time. But if they decide to play, they're going to play, and if they don't, they don't. And that, they're going to have the power in that decision, and that's really what it comes down to. So do you think they should, we sh- they should make a rule, uh, like basically how used, sports used to be with the Olympics and everything, where they only had college players only, or essentially non-professionals, amateurs only. They think, you think it should transition into something like that? No, it's really not about that. I, I really think that it's the players who have the control, and we're seeing this trend in transition of players controlling their destiny like LeBron's doing with his two-year contract and understanding that the market is there for them. Right. Well, that's why I was saying if they moved to amateurs only, that wouldn't be the case, though. So, But you still think they should be professional players, but how, well, how do you want to work it out? How so, we're going to get field a good team? That's, no, no, no. I mean, them still in, in, term, in, term, in terms of a, a team process, the process that Jerry Colangelo and Mike Krzyzewski put out it's good, but it's slowly dying because these are superstars we're talking about. These superstars want to play internationally, which is fine because their brand expands internationally. Kobe Bryant's jersey is the top-selling international jersey in the past, like, 15 or 10 years, you know? And he hasn't played a game outside of the U.S., other than maybe if they toured on London, whatever it may be. So you think it's worth it for the brand of the NBA I guess it makes sense to have the stars play. They have to. They have. But they're to. not doing that though. I mean, yeah, some are. of them are. are. So Derrick no Rose, for example. So okay. if you go with the top five, just uh, starting five, and actually six man for brand expansion, bringing the game internationally, and keeping interest in the NBA currently. That's what you have to do. So, what would be your top five or six? Well, you asked. The, let's bring the question back to you. What do you? What would you put as your starting five? Okay. If Kobe's healthy. I'll put him in, like you just said, he's very well-known nationally. Yeah. So what does that give you? The, I don't think Kobe is starting and gives you the best right. chance to win. I mean, Simboulard. Simboulard. Like but you are an ambassador to the game, someone that's been there okay. a long time. And LeBron is obviously he's the best player. player. So you're going to pull LeBron and, and Kobe in at the three and the guess, It doesn't matter about the position. You're talking about the We're talking about the starting lineup. Yeah, he's still on the field. He's international ball, LeBron played center. All right, so let's say, here's a question. I'll, I'll give it to both of you. If okay. you were to say this, what's the best starting five that the U.S. could field? Uh, not the best five players. The best one, two, three, four, five to have the best team. So you're not talking about marketability. You're talking about... Uh, you could factor winning. that in, but uh, for, for the, it's got to be by position. For the NBA's sake and for winning, um, I will say LeBron, obviously. At what position? 
Uh, I'll, I'll figure that out later. Hold on, Kevin Durant. Um, point guard wise, uh, either Westbrook or Rondo. Um, or CP3. And the last two would be uh, a big guy such as. I don't know. Uh, there's too many choices here. Uh, I would put Kevin Durant at the power forward. And I would put uh, a center such as uh, the new prodigy that is Anthony Davis. That's what I'm thinking. That's not bad. I think Anthony yeah, Davis like is definitely in five. Yeah. Which is going to be on the team anyway. He's going to dominate this. Year. That's fine. I think I think he's your five for sure. Yeah. But it's the one through four. That's Kevin Durant. Uh, either the point guard is interchangeable depending on what style you want to play. Right. If you're talking about distribution, you put Chris Paul in. There. Uh, if you're talking about scoring, maybe scoring shooting Rose. guard is either Rose. Definitely not Ron, though. No, if you're talking about two, two guards and shooting guard wise, you put Kobe for selling the game, or you put Harden for offensive potency in general. And, and you're going to watch every single international player light him up on defense. Yeah. He, he actually got a lot of good reviews by Team USA coaching, which Coach K is not easily impressed. Right, That's true, I guess. Yeah. He cut John Wall and Bradley Beal and other players like a pet. Like, they're nothing, you know? And John Wall's going to have a huge year, I think, this year. He's better wrong. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, for me, I think those five, I did mention five, uh, LeBron, Kobe, uh, Chris Paul, Durant, and Anthony Davis as the five that you want marking so, in the game and winning against Steve right now. Because I mean, LeBron can switch on a LeBron can play any position, yeah. but I still feel that lineup is not just Kobe being in there. An international ball, an international ball. Yeah, Kobe's a passer too. You know that, right? Well, now tell, he is. tell us like his teammates right. that I don't know about that at all. Yeah. I don't know about that at all. No. He had the uh, most assists he did uh, during D'Antoni's season uh, two years ago when he was in it. So. If I was going to five, I would yeah, go yeah. Curry mm-hmm. at the one. At the one. Yeah. Kobe at two. Three, LeBron. Four, Blake. Oh, God. Come on. Blake? So you're not putting, you're you're not putting Durant in the top five at all. And Durant. At sense. I'll tell you, so hyper competitive right. that I'm sure you can cover it. Okay. So you think Durant's going to be able to cover Marcus all and what if uh, and Powell and Powell, but probably Mark? I don't. I don't see that. Serge Ibaka too. It's on that thing. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not on Spain. Yeah. Serge Ibaka's on Spain. When did I miss this? France? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's from Sudan, Sudan, right? Yeah. He has a citizenship in Spain. Though. Oh, I didn't even know this. Yeah. I mean, is Ibaka's playing with the Gasols? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The U.S. might be in trouble. I'm not even going to lie. So Spain's uh, definitely predicted to win as a favorite now that... Oh, uh, U.S. still got to be the favorite, I think. You think so? I think they'll still be the favorite. You think Rudy Gay is going to actually have an impact on this team that uh, he's trying out? He hasn't been finalized. Not really. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think so. What? I mean, are you yeah, saying, I'm not saying... Are you saying on, on, I don't think players? Rudy Gay is not going to get a lot of playing time, even if it makes it to me. Right? I think it's about time to get Anthony Bennett a chance, to be honest with you. <laughs> Let's get him on. He can fill two rest Exactly. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about a lot of things, and also Boogie Cousins. Hey, let's just get rid of the whole team. We'll leave Boogie on there. Let's let's add uh, Bennett. 
Why not? Let's let's add Bynum on there. Let's just make a whole crazy team. We're about we're about to bring Al Galskis out of retirement, and he's a, he's he a could US be the coach player. or player coach. He's maybe. the USS. Right. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't need to play for Lithuania. Speaking of let's big, get, you know, uh, speaking, moving on, moving on, moving on. Speaking of big guys, uh, big moment for uh, uh, South Asians and the NBA, and this is not something that I did expect ever uh, as of right now. Sim Bular, also known as the Baller, uh, as I call him, um, Canadian American from Toronto, played for New Mexico State, was signed by the Sacramento Kings. Also, could have been the Seattle SuperSonics. How big is this guy? He's a big boy, right? He's a big boy. Seven, seven five. He's seven five. That's uh, a big guy. And he's soaking wet. He averaged not that many points, and not that many rebounds, and a lot of minutes. So I feel like he's a Sean Bradley project. Uh, at most, I think he has maybe four to five years of. Uh, I mean, have you seen uh, clips of this guy? Can he actually play? I guess he, what he was on. What do you say, New Mexico State? New Mexico State. Yeah, I saw him play. I mean, because guys that big, they don't have good coordination. Right, right. And then the league's getting faster, right? So if the league's getting faster, there is no. Way I think Simbular would actually be relevant, but I'm happy that he's brown, and I'm happy that he's in town. Um, <laughs> and he's ready to get down. He's ready to get down. And who, with that being said, congratulations Simbular for getting signed by uh, majority all the brown owner. I forgot to his name of the Kings. Well, you're failing. You're people right now, and um, you can't yeah, remember this guy's owner's name. I mean, I'm sure it's Khan. Or <laughs> that's the uh, that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, it probably could still be another thing. <laughs> one of the other. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, so I mean, moving on to international biz. Uh, our boy from Queens, New York, Mister Meta World Peace. Oh, uh, sorry to cut in. The owner's name of the Kings is Vivek Ranadive. That's close. You think that's good pronunciation by me? Uh, it's got one of those things on the E at the end, one of those little tilde things, Ranadive. It's a great Scrabble name anyway. That's, seen, that's uh, yeah, Vivek is, is like a, is a, a, a South, South Asian name, but Ranadive sounds more like a, it's like uh, a Spanish sounding. Sounds like a strain of some kind of uh, infection or steroid, I think. Yeah, he has a group uh, from, from Silicon Valley, that's how they Team, yeah. yeah, that's good for them. All right, where are you going? I was talking that? about Mr. Meta World Peace himself. Oh, right. Ronald Artest. Uh, he is not going to be... Who? Funny. Who? Who's yeah. that? Yeah. I only I don't know him by that name. You don't know him by that name? I mean, who are you talking about? Yeah. The former uh, New York Nick and Laker uh, is not going to play in the NBA this year. He's going to go to the CBA. Uh, and apparently he has a new name. I don't. Oh, uh, hold on. Are you talking about the panda's friend? The panda's friend. Oh, now I understand who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What do you What are your feelings on this, Joe? And his friend of a panda. Uh, he picked a good, definitely picked a good animal. I mean, he's a peaceful animal for the most part, and um, he definitely needs to learn a little uh, peaceful tactics. Considering he just got into a playground fight in California. What? <laughs> Yeah. Just breaking news. Yeah. The yeah. I don't know he about got an inadvertent elbow and just threw a punch at someone. I mean, he does go to his therapist. Maybe he's not seeing them enough or her or him enough. Apparently. What? 
But at the same time, well, what do we know about pandas? Maybe they like to get in a little scraps and elbow each other. Maybe that's why he's their friend. I don't know about pandas, do you? Do I? I guess they seem docile, but yeah, I'd be angry if I had to eat bamboo all day. If you yeah. had to eat bamboo all day, yeah. I mean, think about it. Marbury made himself a legend in China. I think Artes knows. Wait, is he really a legend in China, Stefan Marbury? Starberry? Yeah, he's okay. actually one of the years on their calendar now. The year of Marbury. Yeah, you didn't know that. I'm behind the times. Yeah. 2017. Are we yeah. in the year of Star Actually, Year of Star Bear. No, it's, <laughs> Sorry, it's next year. It, actually, no, I think it might be next year. That's when the All Star in New York City is, right? So. Sweet. He still sell those $5 shoes, remember? Um, that's Steve Madden's? Or no, wait. No, Star. Marbury used to sell like these $5 or $10 cheap shoes. Yeah, and they argued, well, are they better than LeBron's? Probably LeBron's. I think LeBron's are ugly as fuck, but that's. Uh, Shots fired to LeBron shoes. Well, you know, I have certain opinions on shoes. I don't. I'm not a big Nike fan or a, even a Jordan fan, so people whoa, probably whoa, don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People aren't going to agree with me anyway. I'm an Adidas guy myself, so I know there's going to be a lot of hate. <laughs> a lot of a lot of hate. So you know, I won't even he, talk about it anymore. But know, Derek, I, I don't think Derrick Rose is an Adidas guy. Yeah, and unfortunately, there was some uh, controversy over people blaming the shoes for injuries and things like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's unfortunate. I still like it. Either. Speaking of injuries, Chauncey Billups. Um, Slick <laughs> transition. <laughs> that's the kind of transition we go for during Brooklyn Rebound. Right. After dark. But, but, but Billups is thinking of joining the, the Cavs as a either announcer, GM. Well, the GM job is filled by LeBron, so that's not going to be Assistant GM, uh, assistant coach, or player. To your Cleveland Cavaliers, what do you think about that? I don't want him. To be honest, I don't want him as a player on the team, a coach. I don't know, whatever. But I don't think if people say a veteran presence. He's been there all day. To me, he's well past his prime. So are a lot of other people that might pick up that could contribute, mm-hmm. like a Ray Allen or something. I'd much rather have that. Uh, to me, Phillips uh, uh, is the type of guy who. Even though he's well past his prime, he's the type of guy that still thinks he's got the shot. Like, he's the man. He'll take shots at end of games, things like that. I really don't want that in the mix of the Cavs. I don't think that's going to help him to have a guy that's going to be chucking up like those type of shots. I've seen him do that for... I don't think I'm speaking on attorney here. That's what he, the type of thing he's done in the past few years on the team he's been on. So, so do you think that he's so archaic that he won't be effective on your team? I just would prefer not to have him, personally, because of those reasons. If, if they do sign him, whatever. I mean, it's, he's still a veteran presence, I guess. Whatever. I mean, par- partially it might be. I still might have some resentment over all his years on the okay. Pistons when that was our big rival. But even, I don't think that's the you, reason. You I don't know. At one point, right? it's, Oh, yeah, of course we I did. think he'd be a great coach. A co- he probably would Player coach doesn't really exist anymore, but assistant coach, you know. Anyone. Yeah, if he wants Anyone to be an bench. assistant, if he wants to be an assistant, he could be the John Howard of the uh, the Cavs, you know. <laughs> Technically, he's a player, but kind of really not. I mean, John Howard is an now assistant coach of Bobby, um, right? Circa two years ago. Yeah, yeah. still have the role. I don't know. I mean, when it comes down to it, we mentioned Ray Allen. We're the same clothes. That's all. I think Bill is a good locker room voice. Ray Allen's also a good locker room voice, and Ray Allen apparently. Has lost nothing by people breaking into his house. Did you hear about this, guys? What's this about? Uh, good old CT. That's where uh, 
Ray Allen lays his uh, head at night in the offseason. Ridge Sport? No, I don't think so. Go Huskies. <laughs> um, national champions still. Um, and that's going to happen all year round, guys. Every time someone brings up CT, are you going to say national champions? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I'm prepared for that. I'm prepared for that. All right, good. Um, apparently, people broke into his house recently. In Connecticut? In Connecticut. And? Yeah. And? You're supposed to say national champion. You just said you every time someone brought up Connecticut, you'd say national champion. Right away, you didn't do it. Huskies. Uh, <laughs> uh, and no one took anything. So now as a, as a follower of Jesus Shuttle's words for a while, uh, would I do this? Probably not. What, break into his house and not take anything? So you're saying you would break in, but you would take stuff. Is that what you're saying? You can say it whatever way you want. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what, what, do you th- what do you guys think of the, the concept of Real potentially joining the Cavs? So? Uh, well, I kind of just touched on it when I was talking about Phillips. But, uh, All right, those are, we'll move it to Joe then. What okay. do you think, Joe? Go ahead. Good bench player. Definitely not going to start. He's starting on the heat year. So, you know, seventh, eighth man. Clutch. He's the only reason that LeBron and the Heat won that last title. So, is that that is a fair point? That's true. That's a fair point. Honestly, I th- I don't think he'll be even a seventh eighth man. Like I think he'd be like a ninth tenth man. But uh, Dan Jones is going to be ahead of him. Mike Miller is going to be ahead of him. No, Jones definitely not going. Miller, yes, will be ahead of him. Right on. Against Ray Allen? Come on. I think he is. I think Miller is more. Uh, Left than Allen at this point, but Allen is a, what you need Allen for is a big quarter. shot. Right. Uh, to, uh, what I was saying about Phillips is I don't want him taking a big shot because he can't make it anymore. He really thinks he can. Yep. Ray Allen, I believe, still can make it. Honestly, I would be fine. I would be. The Cavs are going to have a good, even if they have drunk pants, whatever. They're still going to win a ton of games in the regular season. Making the playoffs it will be no issue, hey, barring a, some sort of catastrophic injury somewhere. That's a perfect transition. To so well, hold on. So. So what I would say is, if I was the Cavs, I would just sign, I would tell Ray, tell Ray Allen, uh, play the, you don't have to play the regular season at all if you want. We'll just sign you for the playoffs. Not like Rasheed Wallace did. Yeah. Or, or, or start playing the last month of the season just to get worked, you know, to get your reps. Right. Get into it. Right. We don't need you for the regular season. We need you for the playoffs to slot in and make those clutch so shots. So you're really excited about this Ray Allen thing. No, I'm just saying that's what I would you're, do. If you're I was hands are just I'm not unexcited about it. You, I mean, he's a great dude. He's don't, great dude. What? You don't got to tell people what my hands are doing, all right? They can't see me. Just what, what are my hands doing? What's this, my hand doing now? This was the last Kobe from the 96 draft class, I think. Or Jermaine O'Neal. I mean, or AI. Or Steve Nash. I think he's going to. He's well, old. Nash is retiring yeah. this year, so. Well, but apparently Ray Allen might retire right now. You think yeah. they think they'll do well? Twitter's Jesus is the answer, so. I think uh, we're going to actually make some predictions about this on our Ozmaker segment right now. And Joe, you have to take us off from here. Alright, so before I get into it, the official Vegas odds, what are your guys' top three? Uh, to win the title. Win the title. So who has the best, uh, who Vegas thinks are the top three? I'll let, so they're getting the let Drew go. Well, the Cavs, I get, even though I wouldn't think that the Cavs should be the favorite still, I think the Western Conference team should be they probably still are the favorite, I think. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll say Cavs won. I guess I'll say Spurs two. Uh, three, I guess I will say... Mm, I guess I'll say Thunder. All right, I'll go Thunder. 
As one? Yeah. Over the Cavs, okay. Yeah. Over the Spurs, too. Thunder? Spurs, Cavs. What do we got? Three. Thunder, 6 1. Two, Spurs, 4 1. One at 16 to 5. Philadelphia 76. I knew it. I knew oh, it. Damn it. Anthony Bennett's going to be putting up 40 <laughs> and 14. <laughs> no, it's the Cavs, right? It is definitely the Cavs. So I, I win. I, I got the Sixers it. are so far back in the last two weeks. But it's been smart to put a penny on them. I think we're really glossing over the fact that I just got that answer right. Well, this, uh, is, yeah, we, this, is without, this is without the trade actually happening. Yeah. And this is there. You think Vegas? Well, is, no, there's the Vegas, odds, I think Vegas. No, I think taking the odds that the trades actually. Yeah, if, if Tams so. are one, they're definitely thinking the trade is for sure. Happening. These are big money people. There's it's no way they they, 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 You know why? I, I I would pick Spurs or Thunder. I just want the Thunder to get there. That's why I picked them. Now, Frankly, I think the Western Conference obviously is more stacked uh, against the Eastern Conference overall, and the Cavs legitimately with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. We'll have a a great time uh, playing together, but it doesn't necessarily mean it'll happen in one year. I no, I, I I agree. I, I think they'll have a, they might. I mean, who knows? When we see them on the court during the regular season, maybe they'll just get it gel right away and right. be a, a dominant superstar team, like everyone thinks. But I still think the Spurs or Thunder or who, someone from the West should be the favorites, though. Of course. Who's who's that? Uh, I'm struggling to think of four or five. Who do you think is coming in at four or five? Yeah, I, uh, I think Houston's in there. You really think it? I don't know. I haven't looked yet, so I'm going to say. I'll say Houston at five. Five, yeah. I know it might be a little high for Houston after that offseason. I think, I think the Mavs are Warriors. Clippers at four. Warriors or Clippers. Honestly, I'm going to go Dallas Mavericks at four or oh, five. Oh, God. Dirk. Boy, they got Parson. I mean, I'm not saying they're. They also have. I think the the, Tyson Chandler and Raymond Felton now. Well, uh, Raymond Felton. What the hell, Anthony? (laughs) (laughs) He likes donuts. (laughs) All right. um, I think the Mavs. But who is it? Having a good shout. All right. Four is actually the Bulls. At ten to one. Why did we miss that one? We weren't thinking about East and Conference. Powerful. And five is the Clippers at twelve to one. That's a good pick. So where are the matchups? Yeah, huge drop off to the Rockets, six twenty two to one, Warriors, then the Mavs. Ooh. Three well, and forty one. Whatever, I have the top I the top slots. Right. right. You win. But you didn't win trivia. Yeah, you're on my team. Um anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward now. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Talking about the Clippers actually. They actually made that transaction. Segway headline, we got this. Yeah, uh, are tight. The dark the, yeah. the, the dark ominous cloud that is um Donald Serving. Him. That guy. That Donald Serving. Uh he who shall not be named. Yeah. He's gone. And Microsoft wins. It's like it's like literally uh that paper clip from Microsoft Word, it's the logo and mascot. Clippy? Clippy. Yeah. Give me the new the new uh, yeah, yeah, it should make him the new mascot. It's All already right. called the Clipper. Right, yeah. Does anyone know what a fuck a Clipper is anyway? Uh, do you know what it is? I know what it, I do know what it is. Oh. But I'll let me ask you, John and Nam, do you know what a Clipper actually is? I think it has something to do with flying, right? Wrong. Totally wrong. Okay, let's hear it. What's your guess? Why? Give me a guess. No, that was it. Right, you said a plan. Right, what do you yeah. think it is? Uh, something to do with uh, AVN awards. Taxes. Uh, AVN Awards, like adult film entertainment? 
Yeah. How does that uh, associate with the term clipper? It's in Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles. In fact, mm. a clipper is a chef. A clipper chef. It's like an old school chef oh, with, okay. the, with the uh, sails on it. Mm-hmm. That's, they should re- rename the team. No one even knows what that is. Or they should repurpose it to be the Microsoft clip. I agree. It should also be the LA Lakers. Should not be the LA Lakers. I was going to say a fun fact. Well, neither. The, the Lakers were actually in the Union Award thing, though. Or that? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. One of them were. <laughs> All right. So, so I, again, I, I'll really back to it's after dark. We're getting we're <laughs> getting really dark. Oddsmakers. So we uh, we actually did uh, a MVP one and now. The other pod, but do you have any uh, other um, samples for us to predict the future and the year 2000? I just think that the Sixers are very unreasonable at 651 odds to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, it should be more like 2001. Uh, I'm going to ask <laughs> that we start a Kickstarter fund for. Um, for that odds, and we'll uh, try to check it down. All right, let me ask you a question. Odds, who has more wins? The Villanova Wildcasters, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, it's got to be Wildcasters. Well, how many, t- how, what's the discrepancy in the amount of games that each team played? Well, you know, it's a college play to, what does Villanova play? Is this including a tournament? I guess we should first figure out without, to see how it's much it definitely yeah, plays. Yeah, definitely happens. Yeah, it's it, is it even half? I think it might be less, less than half. Less than it's half. probably like 30, it's about 30, 30, 30 ish. Still, because if you you're still going to win more than the six. Because you kind of went 35 and 0, and that's the, with okay, the tournament, right, right? Right, right? So 28, 27 games, right? Um, so, yeah. Well, did Villanova win more games than the Sixers this past year? I think so. No, they had a bad year. In the first year of the Big East, right? But, can, but UConn won more than the Sixers. UConn wins everything. And we, don't well, have to, we have to go into that. That's fine. Okay. But did UConn, with their uh, 20... This must be tough for you, Joe, right? Not as much anymore, though. No, once you have a losing environment, you just become very accustomed to it. And you grow to accept it. And that is what Philadelphia has grown to know over the years. And the last five-plus years, has been the Sixers. So since this is a broken rebound, we haven't gotten your take of... You being from Jersey, and there was a Jersey team called the Nets. Very coincidental. Did you actually ever embrace that, or did you anti-Nets? What was what was your case? Uh, I've been to a few games at the Rocks or the Peace Rockers for that time. Eyes on center. Yeah. Did you wear your snow jersey to those uh, Nets games? Did um, still support uh, the Sixers? No, I can I can guarantee you that I wore a shirt, but what was on that shirt? I don't know. So, did you root for these nets? Those nets back then? Probably not, no. You just went there as a fan of basketball? Of basketball, no. Okay. Did you get to see the Sixers play those nets? Um, maybe once. Yeah? Probably not, though. So, now that you're in New York City, which this is a question that's been dished out to Drew, who's your favorite New York City team? So, I didn't say it earlier. But mid nineties, I was a huge Knicks fan. Huge. Before I became a Sixers fan, so it would be the Knicks current that are currently over two teams that are in New York. Which one's going to actually be better this year? I'll still give it to the Nets. 
having no faith in Carmelo. Even though he's uh, real skinny now, he dropped all that weight. He's a better skinny. Still gonna go with the Nets. Dropping weight these days. Yeah. Um, no, it really doesn't have an impact. I think he had the fit fit. That's why. Uh, um, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely gonna do an NBA preview uh, going forward, and uh, I'm glad that you realize that uh, Brooklyn is actually more talented than the Knicks. I think their position will do a good job. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think they should be. right now. They gave up a lot. But uh, speaking of the Knicks, if you saw the schedule was released, Cavs, uh, Knicks at Cavs opening, uh, not opening game, I guess, but the first uh, Cavs so Carmelo game. Carmelo has to play LeBron. It's Carmelo at LeBron, yeah. First game of the season for both those teams. I'm sure it's on national TV. They've well. only been on two teams before. That's it. That is Carmelo could have changed. That's factually, that's factually. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's going to be a win for the Knicks. Um, you think the Knicks are going to beat the Cavs in the Q opening game? Uh, the no. Knicks, honestly, traditionally the Knicks have always done bad against the Cavs in recent years. Even when LeBron left and the Cavs were terrible, they still beat the Knicks a lot. So I think the Cavs is on the Knicks personally, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's because people just want to get out of Cleveland as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Harsh talk, Philly. Harsh so, talk. Yeah, Philly's Philly's a so speaking of which, I mean. Glory. We should be friends, uh, Joe. We should be being more friendly on this. <laughs> At least Philadelphia has won a championship in the last 50 years, so they had a Phillies good year. So I, 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 I will kick you off this podcast if you mention that ever again. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have so much. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'll distract when I'm distracting. Yukon, Yukon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Yukon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, speaking of which, uh, you know, we, we did a lot of covering here. Uh, we'll definitely move into uh, some previews, not the schedule, though, and uh, talk about how the Nets will come to significance, despite all the haters predicting them at lower ranks right now. And I think, I think I'll really do it. Joe, I want to thank you for joining uh, this uh, cast of potting. Yes, thank you. And thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, I encourage you to come on by anytime. Doors always open. And, uh, we'll do a little check-in in a couple uh, couple weeks into the season and see how those Sixers are doing. Maybe. How about that? The filthy 76ers? Yeah, I think that... Actually, you have to give us a product report about that. Yeah. How's the training camp going? We got Hallmark. Yeah. We, we, we're we taking five wins in the first month. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think we got good things coming. Doesn't the Sixers have the whole the record for the worst record of all time? Month the streak of nine, uh, most losses in the Nine wins, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. about that. Well, in a season, they only, when did they only win nine games? Did they either tied it or did they by one? But Philly does hold one of the records. I mean, the Phillies are losing this season. This past year, they got the record for the most losses in a row, right? Which was previously held by the Cavs from a couple of years ago after LeBron left. So. Did they tie so, it? I think they could. Oh, maybe they tied it. I think they tied it. They couldn't even bother breaking it. All right. So, right. Record. so we both tied it. that time. That's our in that category too. All right. So, well, before this gets too depressing, let's yeah, let's continue okay. to wrap up here. No, we're wrapping it up. And um, if you guys have any questions here about this pod and whether you dislike this format or love us all together, please voice your opinions at Brooklyn Rebound on Twitter, uh, Brooklyn Rebound at gmail.com. Uh, the website to download the pod is in the works right now, and also reformatting a couple things. We'll have it up shortly, and I'll tweet it live and in action. 
apparently we might have a podcast with the uh, New York Knicks podcast team uh, pretty soon once the camp ends. Uh, that's in the works, so keep an eye on that. But What's the name of that uh, the podcast? New York Knicks podcast. Oh, okay. yeah. Easy to remember. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, I'm going to leave it to you, Drew, uh, before I sign off. Do you have any last words? My last words are uh, shout out to Anthony Bennett. Look, keep your head up, kid. You might be a, thought of as grossly overweight in Taiwanese uh, Taiwan animation. animation. Yeah, you'll do good for the the Wolves or the Sixers or whatever. You're a good Canadian. You know, keep your head up. Yeah, it's Canadian. So Wigan was Yeah, that's right. So they broke that's up the Canadian deal. Yeah, that's that's very hurtful. The, before that potentially trades going through, the Cavs had four Canadians. Wait, 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 guys, silence. I think I hear Drake crying. It's not crying. It's uh, it's uh, he's uh, jerking off uh, Johnny Manziel and, and LeBron at the same time. No, yeah, it's probably when he's tears coming from when he's wearing Kentucky jersey. Seeing you, Drew Carey is slowly approaching. <laughs> oh, he wants to get in. He wants to get in that massive. Again, Hi, thanks for joining us. That'll do it for this podcast. Uh, it's been. Been a good time. Uh, good night from. Are we in Soho? Tribeca? Choboco? Soho. Choho? I say Choho. But our hearts are still Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Like the rebound. Brooklyn mm-hmm. Finals. Alright, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, here's up. Like I said, good night, Brooklyn. Let's go, Nets. Peace. Rebound. 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 Rebound.